the rivalry is back on. 1% better every day and 1-0. The set is the quarterback lined up behind center, takes a snap, going for a home run deep downfield, looking for T.Y. Hilton. Hilton makes the catch. He's at a 10, 5, stumbles in the end zone, touchdown. Both coming with pressure off the edge. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. everyone welcome back to another segment of hold your horses with me Derek Larger it, I know it has been a while since I've done one of these but for many weeks now I was just trying to take in the season and to be honest many of you guys haven't said many weird or bad takes the first few weeks of the season for me to talk about honestly so however over the span of the Raiders game to the end of the Chiefs game I have seen enough and have what I need to talk about now to bring this back. Also, with some new stuff going on, I was kind of staying away. But I will continue now with it from this time out. This segment will consist of me talking about not just some individual performances, but about where this team stands going into their bye week. As we've all seen, the Colts have gone into their bye week with a 3-2 and two record. Certainly not the start we wish we could have been at this point. However, given injuries, a new starting quarterback to start the season, and so much uncertainty, it's certainly a promising start. Especially with how the Colts beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead this last week. It makes this bye week even sweeter. I have mentioned this several times on this podcast before, that I hate how the Colts have this early of a bye week. But again, given the injuries... We needed this bye week right now. Darius Leonard will be back, as we've learned uh, here Tuesday afternoon, that Darius Leonard will be back for the Texans game. Uh, Mack and Hilton will be able to heal from their injuries completely. Some of our D linemen will be able to do the same. And we may possibly get Malik Hooker back for this Texans game in Week 7 as well. Despite some hiccups in the ro- uh, on the road, the Colts are sitting tied for first place in the division with five of their next games being easily winnable. I don't know. We, we, it, it's not easy to win them all, and I don't know if we will. But if the team keeps performing the way they have, they will easily win more games than lose over the next short stretch of games. To my first point here, some of us after the Raiders game, were very upset, as we had the right to be after. It was a game the Colts should have won, especially at home. However, there were so many people who were questioning whether this team really had the structures in place to sustain success. Some people were even asking for the entire D-line to be gutted, even throwing some of our rookies under the bus. Again, I showcase my thoughts from a few months back when I started this, where I mentioned this team's fan base does more to downgrade this team at times than the national media does. Many have the right idea that Ballard does need to start getting some 
better players on this team, especially on the D-line and some other players to complement the offense. However, there's a little over-exaggeration on how some uh, uh, how bad some of these players are. Let's remind ourselves of something real quick. The Raiders just put up 24 points on the Bears this last Sunday. The number one defense in the NFL. And they won the game. Hate to say it, folks, but I think the Raiders are slightly better than some of us gave them credit for. I know a lot of people who have talked about the NFL and thought the Raiders were not going to be very good. I'll tell you one thing. The other podcast I do, uh, my two other friends uh, thought that the Raiders were going to possibly go 0-16 for this year. Again, I know that's that's crazy, I know. But, again, that's what a lot of people thought, honestly. And, and that's, that's just the God-honest truth. We had one bad game, guys. It happens to every team. This is the beauty and the curse of the NFL, where anyone has a chance in a game. Remember where we were last year? One in five through six weeks, through six games. The Colts will be, at worst, three and three through their first six games this year. So I'd say this is a testament to how Ballard has built this team to survive injuries and other occurrences like this, and how Reich is putting this team in a position we are not used to seeing. Many have been uh, many have been mentioning this before, uh, before I started doing it. The Colts have been gifted with elite QBs over the last 20 years. Now we have a power run game and a defense that is at its best since it has been in 2010, even with these injuries. Now, on to the second point. Jacoby Brissett. I know. I have to bring his name up again, but many feel the need to tarnish his name or his reputation for this season. We, as Colts fans, have been some of the most spoiled fans in all of the NFL. We went from Peyton Manning, one of the best QBs ever, to Andrew Luck, who became a top five quarterback in the NFL before retiring. Brissett isn't anything like those guys, but we need to stop expecting him to be. Brissett is completing 65% of his passes this year, has 1,062 yards, 10 touchdowns, and three interceptions on the season with a 95 QB rating. Track that for the season. He's on pace for 3,400 yards, 32 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and around a 90 QB rating. And that doesn't even include the playoffs if we get there. That certainly isn't breaking records, but it's a, it's average to above average in almost every way. He certainly looked better than Baker Mayfield this year, and most already had Baker Mayfield as a top 10 quarterback. Just so you all know, Patrick Mahomes has 11 touchdowns through this season. Brissett has 10. He has not been terrible by any stretch this season. You can even say that it has been by design this year to keep him more conservative. Reich wants to run the football, and his receivers are missing with injury a lot. Not to mention the several drops this year, especially in the Raiders game. Brissett's numbers could be even higher. Brissett has the second highest wide receiver drop by yardage stat. Basically what that is, is they calculate every time the receiver dropped the ball, how many yards would they have gotten from where they dropped it. The only quarterback that has had more drops from his wide receivers or running backs that has accumulated for more yardage 
than Jacoby Brissett is Carson Wentz. And we've seen how bad it's been for the Eagles. And believe me, folks, the Colts are not far behind him. He can only do so much, folks. He will not do what Andrew Luck did, guys. Know that. Whatever QB we decide to stick with over the next few years, whether that's drafting a new guy or staying with Brissett, they're not going to do the same thing. They will not be Andrew Luck. Just know Brissett is the man. He has been a great leader and has been consistent this year. To some note of some criticism, he definitely does need to continue to keep learning and getting better with his reads and accuracy. That is a logical argument, and they have a right to say that there. Folks, the Colts are okay. Let's try not to overreact to this team's flaws. The Colts have overperformed to me, especially after beating the Chiefs, which many of us gave them no chance. I didn't know what to expect after Luck went down. And I don't know what to expect when he retired. All I know is the Colts are putting in the work. They have a lot to work on for sure, but the coaching staff seems to be making the necessary adjustments. And the new and old guys on this team are grinding hard. And the most important thing, this team never gives up, which is exactly what we need to keep the foundation and to get deep into this season and many seasons along as we start to get better. That's ultimately what I got to say on that. This has been the Hold Your Horses segment of the Cody Felger podcast with your boy, Derek Larger. Thank you all for the support. Hopefully you're as excited about this team as we are. Enjoy the week off, Colts fans. We all deserve it. Hopefully the Colts are in a good position for week seven against the Texans. Thank you all so much. We appreciate you guys. And as always, go Colts.